Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. This is Breakthrough, a supernatural life coaching podcast featuring me, Jennifer LeClaire, and Scott Neri. This audio will challenge and inspire you to be the best you that you can be. All right. Hello, everybody. We've been so excited to come before you today with this topic of motivating yourself to peak performance. You know, motivating yourself can be so hard. Everywhere I travel, through the whole body of Christ, people come up to me talking about procrastination and lack of motivation. And we know some of this is of the enemy and some of it's just our flesh. So today, my brother Scott Neri and myself are going to give you some tips, some stories, some insights into motivating yourself to peak performance. And this is great because Scott used to work, you know, as a, as a trainer, as a, as a, as a, you know, physical therapist in the NHL, the NFL and in NASCAR. So he's got a lot of great, you know, sports analogies with, you know, the peak performance thing. So I thought it would be a lot of fun to dive into this today, but Scott, I want to just welcome you to the broadcast and, you know, we do these joint broadcasts. We've done on my page today, but Scott, thanks for being with me. Hey, it's an honor to be with you, Jennifer. I am super excited about just just connecting with people and letting them understand about what does it mean to tap into your peak performance and and how to understand what self-motivation is. And that's, uh, again, we have the spiritual component, but then we also have the flesh side that that the Lord gives us tools how to tap into things. Yeah, and sometimes it's hard to discern, is this just me being lazy? I mean, you know, let's be real. Or is this the enemy really just attacking me from all sides? And I know I've been through a season really of a couple years where it seems like the spiritual attack has been so heavy. But despite that, I had to continue to motivate myself to get up at 4 a.m., do the 6 a.m. prayer call, you know, meet the story deadlines, travel all over the world. And I know that you've probably been through, you know, stuff like that as well. So, I mean, let's talk about that for a minute before we even get into some of the tips. Like, how do how do you personally discern? Is this a spiritual attack or is this just me? I didn't get enough sleep. I didn't, you know, I watched too much TV. I'm just being lazy today. How, how do you know the difference? Gotcha. Well, I know with me, like if it's, it's a spiritual attack, it's actually, it, it's, it overwhelms my mental ability to think and process. It's like when, when it's a spiritual attack of an enemy, 
there's an oppression that comes with it that tries to weigh you down and, and in turn get you to agree with that, what you're feeling, those thoughts coming from the enemy to not to step out and do anything. Um, but when it comes to knowing the difference with it yourself, well, I always look at it like this. Your flesh is your flesh. Your flesh doesn't want to do anything that's going to do good for it. I mean, some people say, well, it, it just just because something feels right doesn't make it make it right. The flesh loves things that feel good. You know, it feels good to eat a half gallon of Rocky Road ice cream, but it's not right. You know, <laughs> so so but uh, but as far as understanding the, uh, the spiritual component, there is when the enemy attacks and you go through warfare, you're going to be sensing stuff, not only just in uh, your, your mental, your, your mind is bogged down. But what happens is like you just are constantly in this agitation in your spirit, in your inner self. Um, yeah. But most of the times when it's the flesh, uh, it's, it's just the flesh not wanting to do something. The flesh is the biggest procrastinator of anything. Really. Yeah. Yeah, the the flesh really is. I used to be a night owl. So, you know, I, I would stay up till two, three in the morning and get up at, you know, 10, 11, 12 o'clock. And, and when I had a daughter, when, when my baby was born, I did, of course, you get no sleep when a baby is born at all. But, you know, when she got into school, I had to I couldn't do the shifts anymore. I had to get up. You know, she had to be at the bus at 630. So I had to get up at 530. And then slowly the Lord turned me into a morning person. But that was through a lot of crucifixion of my flesh. But you know what? That started my transformation was disciplining myself to get up early. There's this old saying that the early bird gets the worm. But so many people I talk to, they're like, oh, I have such a hard time rolling out of bed. And and so, I, you know, I motivated myself to get up early First, because I had to. But then when my daughter left and she went off to college, when she left, I continued because I, I thought to myself, oh, well, I'm just going to sleep. Praise God. But I had already got into the habit of getting up early and I'd already seen the benefits of getting up early. You know, I get to spend more time with the Lord. I get more done before 9 a.m. than most people get done all day because I am up and at them and ready to go. So, but that required a lot of, a lot of change in habit. And I think a lot of with disciplining ourselves or, or, or motivating ourselves is just getting into the habit of looking for the motivators. You know, you're Scott, you're a great motivator in my life. Anytime we talk, you know, you've always got a kind word. You've always got some encouragement. Some people that I talk to, they just have problems, drama, bless their hearts. They need ministry. I get it. But you're a, you're a real motivator by nature. So I'm going to let you sort of take over it for a minute and, and, and motivate. Sure. Absolutely. You know, what you were just talking about, it reminded me back when I owned my own training company, uh, doing therapy and training. I, in 2009, I was voted the top trainer in all of Charlotte, North Carolina. And that just didn't happen because I just knew what I did. I mean, because trainers are a dime a dozen. I mean, everybody knows something. But what set me apart was obviously was my work ethic. I started my day at 4 in the morning as well, but I would get home about 8.30 at night. But I'll never forget, I had I trained a lot of Fortune 500 companies, CEOs, and CFOs in Charlotte. Charlotte's the number two banking capital in America right now. New York, number one, Charlotte, number two. So I, I was training. I was going to these, these, these high up people in Charlotte and I would go to their homes at 530 or five in the morning. Wow. And here's these CEOs, CFOs, when they would work out, when they would train, I saw an intensity 
on them unlike anything else when I would just train somebody just that worked a normal job. Now, I tell people there's a principle in this because Luke 12, 48 says, to whom much is given, much is required. So some people say, well, Scott, we're not talking about fitness. No, we're talking about making a decision every day, a daily decision in our daily routine is helps propel us to our future. And so I'm looking at these CEOs, these CFOs, and the reason they are at the level they are at is because they had a work ethic that they had to put away their flesh every day. So uh, as far as like motivating, the one thing I tell everybody is it starts with a decision. Every day is a decision. It does just, again, just because you get up in the morning and you want, if you want to get in shape physically, it's a decision. It's that simple. If uh, you know Dr. Michael Brown, I've trained Dr. Michael Brown. He lost over 100 pounds. It was a decision he had to make. And when I worked in the National Football League, the, these athletes would come in. They would come into the team. Now, most people say, they, well, they come out of college. They're elite athletes out of college. But compared to the pros, they're nothing. So you could have the top athlete in college come to an NFL team where it's full of the elite. So what happened, they had to adjust when they came into the National Football League because they thought it was like, well, we got about, we're good where we're at. They reached that level, but now they're in the NFL, which now goes up to a higher level. Wow. So, and that's the same thing when in every proponent of our lives and ministry, as we go from glory to glory, what takes place is one ceiling will become the next floor because God wants us to continue to advance, but we cannot do that until we understand there are principles in the word of God that he gave us that we can access to, to stir us up, to go forward to our future. Wow. That is so so good. Come on, girl. Yeah. 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 You you just just recently went went so and in and the as well. Wow. Yeah, you, you decided to go on a low carb diet, do more cardio, and uh, and that really. Uh, how did you motivate yourself to do that when you're so used to you know lifting the heavy weights and you know eating whatever you want? How did you sort of make that shift? Well, last year, I my traveling schedule was so crazy. And I basically just didn't watch what I ate. So I gained an extra 25 pounds while I was on the road. As you know, when you travel, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you preach and you, you go out to eat, it, it's, uh, I gained a lot of weight. And, and one day I looked up and plus, you know, I had my annual checkups and my doctor looked at me and says, Scott, you know, you know, you know your blood pressure is a little higher than it normally is. And I realized it's like, what's the good of me bench pressing 450 pounds if my blood pressure is up? Wow. So, so I, I, what I had to do is I had to prioritize things. So for me, I'm looking at, well, my ego wants to lift all this weight. But sometimes your, our egos have to die so we can go to what God wants us to do. For what, I, what motivated me, Jennifer, is I had to realize the pain of where you're at has to get greater than the pain that it will take to change. Yeah, that's and it. Was, you know, and where I was at, my clothes were tighter. I, I looked in the mirror, and I didn't like what I saw. Now, some people say, Scott, that's just physical. No, I'm telling you, if you are in shape fit physically, it affects you mentally and emotionally. And if you have more energy, you can run your race stronger and go longer. 
So I set out and made a decision is I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to change my whole everything. I had to change everything, Jennifer. I mean, everything had to change. Now, was it easy? Absolutely not. I tell people, if you think change is going to be easy, you're just, uh, no, you're, you're mistaken. But, but what the main thing is, is a choice. And every day began a day of saying yes to that choice. So at the end of our lives, our lives is the whole culmination of saying yes many times. Saying, yes, I'll, do, I'll move forward. Yes, I'll move forward. Yes, I can do it. And this is what Paul meant when he said, I die daily. I had to, he had to die daily. And so every day, the word daily means daily. So it's a decision to move forward every single day. It is. And, you know, I remember as a young journalist, you know, I trained myself to stay hungry. Actually, I don't think I had to train myself for that part because I was hungry. You know, I lost everything that I had in the dot-com bubble. I was doing journalism for online venues mostly, and I lost everything when the bubble crashed. And so I was very hungry to rebuild my business. I was a single mother. I had a two-year-old daughter and no money. But after I got back on my feet, I stayed hungry. I realized that God was blessing my gift, that my gift was making room for me in the secular market. Listen, your gift will make room for you, whether you are in the, you're a doctor or you're, you know, you work in the restaurant industry or, you know, you're in some kind of office environment or whether you are in a construction job, your gift will make room for you. But the best way to advance your gift is to motivate, not the best way, one of the ways to advance your gift is to motivate yourself to stay hungry because there is another opportunity down the pike. And I learned that if I, if I, you know, I could have, there's some days I could have just laid back, kicked back and taken it easy. I don't have any deadlines for the next four days. Why should I push, push, push today? But then I learned by experience that if I don't push today, then when the opportunity comes tomorrow, I won't have the time to take it. But if I get tomorrow's work done today, then tomorrow when opportunity comes knocking and I get a call from Microsoft and they need something in an hour because another writer dropped the ball, I position myself to take advantage of an opportunity and enter into a new door. And that is one way that I became one of the top earners in the freelance journalism world. I was in the top 100, the top 1% because I stayed hungry even when I was full, even when my bank account was flowing over. If you want to motivate yourself to peak performance, you have to act almost like every day is your last. Here's one thing I've learned. You know, if you, you know, before you go on vacation, somehow you get everything done. Somehow you get all the loose ends tied up. Somehow you prioritize. Somehow you make decisions on what can be first done, last done, and not done till you get back. And you get more done in that several days before vacation than you got done maybe two or three weeks combined. If we live that way in our nine to fives, in our five-day work week, whatever it is we do, if we live that way, we will make room for other opportunity and hey. The second thing I've learned is reward yourself. So if you live like you've got a vacation coming next week, then you can have more vacations. So that's good news. That's right. But, you know, that's it. You know, hard work is it's, it's opportunity. What was it Thomas, Thomas Edison he quoted? He says, opportunities often miss because it's disguised in overalls. And, <laughs> and it's like, you know, and I think it was Walt Disney that said that dreams become true when you actually go and pursue them, have the courage to pursue them. 
but the pursuit has to be daily. It's not every now and then. It's, okay. it's a daily pursuit. Again, Jesus told us in the word, he says, if you want to be my disciple, which comes from the word disciplined one, the word disciple means discipline. So if you want to be my disciplined one, my disciplined one, you have to deny yourself, take up your cross daily and follow me. And part of that is, again, what here's the whole thing we're seeing in the word. It talks about daily. So it's a daily thing, everything we have to do. So this is what separates um, people that achieve their dreams from people that are merely interested in them. And so it, it, when it comes down to it, I remember I was talking to this one, one guy one time when I, was, when I owned my own training business before we launched the ministry, 420 Fire. Um, this, this guy came up to me and says, man, Scott, I'd really like to have a business like yours. And I said, well, I said, you, you know, you can do it, man. You just have to go do it. I said, he goes, well, what time do you start and what time do you do- are you finished? I said, well, I said, well, man, let me tell you, when you own your own business, you put in a lot of hours at first. So I was working probably around 80, 90 hours a week yeah. at the start. It's just the normal when you own your own business. So I was leaving the house at 4, 4.30 in the morning and not getting home to about 8 o'clock, 8.30 at night. And I was doing that six days a week. Wow. And, and uh and he says, well, man, I can't do that. I, I don't want to, I don't want to train anybody until 11 o'clock. I'm like, dude, you're not going to, you're not going to have that type of, don't worry about it. You're not going to do what I do then because most of the people that I train are high executives, high up level executives, and they're done by 6 a.m. <laughs> so, and so it, it was, it was really just understanding that it's a daily decision and it works all across the board, not only with, with our jobs, with our with our spiritual lives. And one of the things the Lord's been telling me, he says, I want you to do apply, apply that same principle, Scott, and how well, how well you love people. Wow. And uh, that's where he's taking me now. It's like, so when the Bible says in first Corinthians 14, verse one, pursue love. It's basically, that has to be my daily, daily done. I have to pursue love daily. And that's, that that's changing me more than anything. So it's learning how to, to love aggressively, love furiously, and, and get over myself, and to love without opinion. <laughs> That's, I'm telling you, God's really, he's changing me from the inside with, with um, seeing people through his eyes. But the main thing, when I, the more that we see that aspect, I'm telling you, you everything's changing. It's, but, but it comes down to our daily pursuit, our daily grind, as they say, and motivating ourselves just like David. David encouraged himself in the Lord when he was in the midst of his personal hell in, at Ziklag. Here he is. You know the story. Everybody knows the story. He is being turned on by all of those who, who were followers of him. And they were wanting to stone him because, because the Amicalites, they came and they burned the city down and took all the women and children as, as hostages. And they're all saying, we want to kill you, Dave. We're going to stone you. And everybody wept until there was no power to weep. And the next thing you know, David's by himself. But he was used to doing that because he was always in the, in the wilderness writing poetry, prophetic songs when he was a shepherd. And he's in that place alone by himself again. And the Bible says, David, the name David, David in Hebrew means beloved. The beloved one encouraged himself in the Lord. He made a decision to encourage himself. And as soon as that happened, then they got up, they heard the Lord, and they went and pursued. So again, this all boils down to every single one of you who are watching live. It's your decision to pursue 
and to step into and stop procrastinating. Don't put off today what you can do today. God's going to help you with that. Amen. Yeah, he is. He is. Oh, my goodness. I, I want to share a couple more tips. But before I forget, I want to remind everyone who's watching that Scott is going to be doing a special presentation. This is for the ladies now, how to find your Christian Prince Charming. And that's going to be at SupernaturalCoach.com. So, Scott, how would they, like, tell just give them a little bit about what you're going to talk about in that. Um, in, well, I in that get so many emails. Well, I get so many emails all around the world um, believing God for a mate and how to find a, a husband or a godly husband or, or what kind of things to do. And as I, I was reading these emails, the Lord kept on stirring up my heart. He said, Scott, I want you to talk about relationship issues. And I want you to tell my daughters what to look for in a Christian Prince Charming. And so what we're doing at SupernaturalCoach.com, you can register on, on June the 24th. I'm doing a webinar, and it's at 4 p.m. You can register. And I'm, I know there's so many people out there that that – that are believing God for the right mate. What I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be laying out principles, things to look for in recognizing who this man of God is, the characteristics that he should have, and also things that you need to understand in yourself. Because there's sometimes people look for their, their prince charming or their princess without first dealing with their own self. And uh, I'm going to be talking about all of that. And I believe that after this webinar, those who are single and are believing God for, to find their mate, they're going to have the tools and the, the keys necessary to know where to look and to know what to look for. And then all of a sudden, we believe that there's amazing connections that are going to happen as a result of this. Amen. That's good. So if you're looking for your Prince Charming, your Boaz, go to SupernaturalCoach.com and sign up for that. Here's the thing. You can just sign up for the webinar or you can sign up for the monthly coaching where we do these kinds of videos. Scott's constantly in there doing videos. I'm doing webinars. Uh, we're answering questions. We're praying for you. So if you want this kind of motivation, you know, we deal with financial issues, spiritual issues, all kinds of issues. That's supernaturalcoach.com. We just launched this maybe a couple of months ago and it's gotten good traction. It's only as good as the people in the group because it's not just just about us pouring into you. It's about being in a safe place where you all can connect with one another. And so I'm excited about the, uh, I'm not looking for a Prince Charming right now, but if I was, I'd be watching it. I'll probably watch it anyway. You might even come down here and do it at my place. I don't know. We're talking about it, but uh, so, so go there. We want to pray for you in just a minute, but I want to give you one more tip. Uh, surround yourself. You want to be highly motivated. You want to motivate yourself to peak performance. Surround yourself with motivated people. You know, the Bible says that bad company corrupts good morals. And so if you're hanging around with a bunch of lazy people, you're going to have a tendency to be lazy. If you're hanging around with high achievers, it's called positive peer pressure. And so, you know, they say that you are the cumulative, uh, the accumulation of the three people you hang around the most. So if you're hanging around, you know, executives, you're hanging around pastors, whoever it is, whatever you're trying to become like, you want to hang around people like that who are highly motivated. 
and so I just encourage you to, to, to look and see, you know, who are your friends? Are they going anywhere? I'm not saying you can't be friends with them anymore. But what I am saying is if you spend most of your time with people who aren't going anywhere, you probably won't get far yourself because they're always going to drag you down. They want you to be with them. This is the dynamics of human relationships. In Chile, they have a saying that, you know, they're like, they're like crabs. One crab tries to crawl up out of the bucket and the other ones try to pull them down. So don't hang around people who are trying to pull you down. Because if you do, uh, then you're going to never uh, be able to reach that full, full, full potential. Uh, so find the people that motivate you and, and get around those people. But I want to give it back to Scott. I want him to just tell you a little bit about Supernatural Coach and, and, uh, and also want to pray. We also want to pray for you. Absolutely. Hey, everybody, listen, Supernatural Coach, it's think about the word Supernatural and Coach. And the thing is, we, every single one of us need a coach. We all need a coach. I need a coach. I have people in my life that are mentoring me, and I've had people that I am mentoring. And so if you think that you've arrived, it's proof that you've never started. So this is one of the things that we are doing is supernatural coaching. It's not only do if you sign up a supernatural coach, it's a group of like-minded believers that we are mentoring you in the supernatural aspect of life, we talk about spiritual gifts. We talk about faith. We talk about all those aspects in the supernatural aspect. But then we also talk about marriage. We also talk about family. We also talk about relationships. We talk about being an entrepreneur. And so I encourage you, if you are looking for mentoring in your life, you need to sign up to SupernaturalCoach.com. Go to that link. Sign up today. Become part of what we're doing. And, and you'll start joining our – you can join our group. And then you'll see us a lot. I'm on there a lot, always talking, mentoring. But we also want the entire people that are involved to con continue to work out and you know, reach out to each other. But we all need coaching. We all need that because just like you said, Jennifer, it's like surround yourself with the right people. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever noticed in sports teams, teams that uh, historically win, like the New England Patriots, even though I'm not a New England Patriot fan, um, that – they win all the time, and what's amazing is they don't get high draft picks every year from the best college players. They are winning because they have a culture of winning. And what takes place, then you've got the team like the Cleveland Browns. I'm using the football analogies. I can't help myself. The Cleveland Browns, is they stink. But, again, is they get the highest draft picks every year because they're, the, they're always the worst in the league. So they're getting the best players out of college to go to them, whereas the New England Patriots are getting the, the worst because they're, they're lower in the totem pole because they're so good. So, But what happens, the Patriots keep on winning because they have created a culture of winning, a culture of success. Why? Because they've surrounded uh, with a group of like-minded people. And this is why you all have to understand when God sends you a tribe, when God sends you a people, that you can run with, that have the same heartbeat of God, to love well, to, to be the gospel, to reach people, to every aspect that we're involved in, to demonstrate the love of God to people. And when you start doing that, it's going to rub off on you. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, sign up for Supernatural Coach so we can mentor you and speak into your life. And we want to see you achieve your destiny and maximize your potential and because it will be shared with the world.
Amen. 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 I want to pray for you before we go. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that everyone under the sound of our voice would feel motivated, encouraged. Lord, continue to encourage them by your spirit and with your word. God, lead them and guide them to the source of motivation. Of course, Lord, you are our ultimate source of motivation, but you have put people together. You have placed coaches in the body, teachers, pastors. You have placed us as a body. When one suffers, we all suffer. So I thank you, Lord, that we will, we will, we will help each other, all of us to grow. We will edify one another in Jesus name. I break procrastination off of you in the name of the Lord, that mindset. Lord, I ask you to put your finger on it and help us to see when we are leaning to the right or to the left instead of going right down the center in Jesus' name. Lord, encourage your people, lift them up, give them energy and stamina to run the race. Help them to recognize and break bad habits and to embrace and cultivate good habits in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please, please, please go to SupernaturalCoach.com. We're going to do more of these. We really would like to do more than one a week. So go on the website, check it out. Let us know the kind of things that would help you. Be in contact. I love you. Scott loves you. You got any, you got any other words there, Scott? No, you just sign up today. We look forward to seeing you on the page. We love you all. Can't wait to see you in a city near you. Amen. Bless you guys. We'll be back with you soon. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Want to join our coaching group? Visit SupernaturalCoach.com to find out how. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.